was pretty bad. <laughs> you don't mean that. I don't. <laughs> That's the sad part, is I don't mean that. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. And ho, ho, holy shit. It's me. It's Adam. I'm back. <laughs> Um, it's a good one. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, yeah. Uh, Happy Chris Month. Chris Month. Yeah, I was trying to remember what the name was. Chris Month. Um, we're in what? It was just like week three or some shit. Are we counting Alvin as the official start? Oh well, yeah. I guess Alvin could be like the first Christmas. Um, that's like a good like Thanksgiving into Christmas, like you know, passing yeah. the torch. Um, yeah, really makes you yeah. want to like end it all, you know, and then. Yeah, um, you firmly you firmly go into Christmas with the cranks, and then you really start to realize um, how good yeah. cinema can really be. You know, and then like an hour ago, I texted you another one that we should have done, and you were like, "No, that's too scary." I'm not saying I'll never do that movie, but I'm not this year. I, I that's a movie <laughs> I have light. The way you there's another movie that we've talked about where like you say you have like a Christmas movie where you're like I have trauma with that movie. Yeah, we're um, tackling it this year. Yeah, um, that is the one that you gave to me is a movie I legitimately have, like, trauma with. Not, like, when I say trauma, I just mean, like, it creeped me out a lot. Not trauma to the level that, like, I have for the one next week. Sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) No, I didn't mean that condescendingly. Like, definitely. (laughs) No, no, no. Like, yeah. Just to, like, not leave you hanging, like, my trauma with said movie that you gave to me is I remember, like, watching it while eating breakfast when I was, like, seven or eight. Mm -hmm. And... Like, I just, it just, I don't, I didn't like it. Like, it just, it, it gave me the, it gave me bad vibes the entire time. Did it give you the heebie-jeebies? We're talking about Jack Frost, guys. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird fucking movie, especially if you're like eight it years is. old. Yeah, That's a weird. Um, maybe next year, guys. Maybe. Um, oh, wait, we didn't introduce our guest yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go for it, buddy. Yo, 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 what is up, gamers? It's good to be back <laughs> on Z Canon. Uh, we're yeah. talking about uh, probably the greatest movie ever made today. That's funny, because every time you come on, it's the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my taste, you know? That's what I like. Because, I mean, what has it been? It's been Max Keeble, then Daredevil, and now... Am I missing one, or is this the third one? I think this is my third appearance, yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, how would you rank these three movies, though? Max Keeble, Fred Claus, and Daredevil. Um, wow, that's difficult. Um, if you need time, let me know. Okay, starting at the bottom. <laughs> now we're here. Max Keeble, mm-hmm. Daredevil, Fred Claus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Max that's, that's... Keeble's at the bottom? Yeah, Max Keeble's at the bottom. <laughs> I'm okay. a hater. No one, no one tell, uh, no one tell Drew Dietzen. Um No, I, uh, I, I don't know if I can. I mean, as a Daredevil fan, though, I'm surprised you're going that route. But then again, we haven't. Yeah, heard your that's takes the for big. That's the big trepidation. It's do I like Daredevil or do I like? Uh, yeah. Pride Claws more. Well, wait, Kira, you. So last week you dropped the bombshell that you have not seen. Christmas with the Cranks. Have you seen Fred Claus before today? I I marked it as a first time watch on Letterboxd, but I've definitely seen it like in pieces before. Okay. 
on like TBS or something. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the know, ideal way to watch it. TBS. <laughs> we is it? We know. No, that's FX. We know drama. What's no, the that's TNT? TNT. TNT on, we know fuck drama. Kira, come on. T- oh, TBS is very funny. You know how TBS, you have to be as a company funny. to just be, yeah, very funny. <laughs> yeah, like you have to be pretty uh, fucking funny to have that mantle. But I feel like Sci-Fi Network had something like fucked that was just like we are men. Wait, what? Something. Like Sci-Fi Network? We are like, men. Had, we are men. Like something like very like man, you know. <laughs> I did, I don't I don't think I watched enough um Sci-Fi Network, but that. That seems like a, I don't know. That seems like no, 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 no. Spike were... TV, Spike TV, Spike TV did that. We are men. No, it wasn't like like verbatim like we are men, but it was like very like assertive, masculine. Like that was like their oh, branding. I thought their tagline was literally "We are men." Like what the no, fuck? no, 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 no. Oh, I was thinking. Well, you that's why it. I gravitated towards them because they kind of rejected the woke you know the woke propaganda you know what i mean yeah you know what buddy you're speaking my truth and i really wish you were on christmas the Clones <laughs> last week because you would have uh, <laughs> you would have exposed uh them of what it really is and that's uh tackling the woke mob you feel me yeah it's just like you know all of this you know woke propaganda <laughs> it's like just keep it away from my kids you know but you know what you can uh show to my kids fred claus um, Joey, do you have I'm any not memories? I'm showing this movie to my kids. You know what so you can't show to my kids? Red Gloss. Hey, Kira, the second my kid pops out of the womb, uh, guess what I'm putting in front of the TV in the hospital? Red Claws. Wow. Um, <laughs> Joey, do you have any memories with this movie? Uh, yeah, I got all... This is one of the... <laughs> this movie is a, in constant rotation. This is a Christmas classic in the Salimony household. <laughs> this is a watch every year type beat. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't this think I've movie, ever met I've anybody. I've seen this movie so much. Do you like it? <laughs> um <laughs> probably. Can I, I I really think the reason why Joey stopped doing ratings on Letterboxd is because he didn't want to like show that he likes Fred Claus. Yeah, I couldn't let. I mean, if, it's just like the if the woke mob is getting on, getting on, you know, people for other things, and I give, I'm out here give throwing K space a five star. I can't be seen doing that, you know. What you fucking call him? K space. K space. Yeah, K Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I guess that is the one elephant in the room about this movie. Although, I mean, like, honestly, who cares? Like, he could like. <laughs> Well, he's just in so many movies. Like, what are we going to do? Not cover movies? I think he's good he's... enough in this one to forgive for his crimes. No. Well, oh, well, uh, Joey. <laughs> Joe, kidding. please, please don't give me more work to edit this episode than I have to. Right. Joey, if you thought I was strict with what I edited out. <laughs> yeah, I got to cool down. Please, I'm so tired. I don't want to stay up all night editing this. Don't do it for me, Joey. Do it for Kira. Okay, I'll keep it. I'll, I can be a good boy. I can behave. Remember, the woke mob, <laughs> they have their pitchforks ready. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, Kevin Spacey is bad, guys. Um, it's just funny to joke about him because he doesn't exist anymore. Um, 
he it's kind of unreal that he's even in this movie honestly because the the only kevin spacey thing i'm gonna say is do you guys think he's gonna make another video for christmas i and this is not me condoning anything he has done i am not saying i like the man but god i hope so like (laughs) i i need it the same way i need lydia tar like to make an appearance once a year you know i think lydia tar can take him in a fight Lydia Tarr could take any of any anybody on Earth in a fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I, I have I, I can't say this is like a classic in my household the way it is for uh, Joey, but I will say that I did love this movie when I was a kid. Um, which is weird because upon rewatch, it's not like I don't know, like. I'm wondering why I liked it so much as a kid because, like, upon rewatch, it's kind of like a movie that I'm like, is this really entertaining? Like, cause it, it's kind of a little boring at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked it when I saw it. And I saw it in theaters around Christmas time that year, which now that I'm looking at it, I'm realizing this is also a 2007 movie like Alvin the Chipmunks. So, good year they were, for movies. Yeah, big year. Alvin. Fred Simon, Claus. Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, someone called the Chipettes. Damn, bro. Y'all got Chipettes down here? <laughs> Yo, do I smell a crossover? With like of Fred, Fred Claus? And Alvin and Chipmunks. Dude, that would be crazy. <laughs> Yo, what if the Chipmunks saved Christmas? Dude, can you imagine the Chipmunks hanging out with Ludacris? Dude, if <laughs> dude, if, the fucking, if you uh, told me that they did in one of the sequels, I would believe you. Here they hang out with Ludacris in one of the sequels. Yeah, that's like scene of the. That's like a. That's like a generational scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like one of those like I remember where I was when I saw that for the first time. Whereas um, I remember where I was when I saw Ludacris. Uh, digitally inserted onto an elf's body in this movie um as he's uh, as he's performing luda christmas um for a uh honestly a sweatshop of elves um it yeah this movie for everything bad that i have to say about it i will say it really gets into like the nitty-gritty of like the capitalism of like the idea of like santa like where he's like about to get fired they're like oh we're one we're one bad christmas away from shutting you down claws like damn dude he's really um he's on the wire on this one you know mm-hmm. yeah it's um it's it, it you know food for thought you know i think the elves should unionize i do too because they're really getting the bad end of the deal especially uh what's his name john michael higgins willie Mm-hmm. Um, which... I think that <laughs> dude, classic character Willie. Yeah, I think that honestly, like this movie would have been so much better if it was about like Fred Claus trying to like get the elves to unionize against like Santa. <laughs> this would be a much better like if if like Fred Claus <laughs> was oh, like continue. a socialist yeah. or something, and he, like <laughs> that's the reason. If That's I think it's, I think it's clear he is. Maybe, yeah. I mean, this... I didn't pay attention to the movie enough to like 
analyze his like political leanings but <laughs> well i think you i think that... watch because it's very clear yeah, I think that, like, if the point of the movie was him, like, coming in to, like, unionize and, like, overthrow the factory, I think that that would be a much better movie. Well, I, I really do think this movie really is about um, deciding to be based. Um, and I think, you know, when the second he gets to the North Pole, he's just based immediately. And he, he never really stops being based, you know? Um I've never seen Vince Vaughn play more Vince Vaughn in a movie before. Like, he just so thoroughly plays himself in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's actually a very talented actor. Like, watch Freaky. He's actually, like, really great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie, I'm not even saying he's, like, bad, because I think his shtick is actually, like, pretty funny in, like, most things he does. But he's, like, literally playing himself. Yeah. Um, Paul Giamatti as Santa. That's great casting, I have to say. Yeah, really a, a real, casting. a real stroke of like brilliance there with casting him. Yeah. Um. So how how are we feeling about Rachel Wise? Uh, because I can't buy it. Pointless character. Well, like she's she's reduced. I mean, it's fucking Rachel Wise, and she's like reduced to like girlfriend who can't get her boyfriend to commit and like it's fucking Rachel like the first scene they were together where she's like giving the parking tickets and he's like just like verbally assaulting her on the sidewalk and he can't even remember her birthday or anniversary or whatever and I'm like and you just and I think Vince Vaughn's like not an ugly dude or anything but like it's Rachel Wise and he's like and she's like saying no I can't do it again and he's just like pleading with her it, th- there's no world where Rachel Wise is like going through the motions to give him like a tenth chance, you know. Yeah. Um, so this movie immediately off the bat like <laughs> establishes this is a world where anything can happen. Um, <laughs> also, I will say she's British and her last name is Blinkowski, mm-hmm. um, which okay, Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Why is she British? Um, because uh, it's like that meme. Because Santa's in it. That's why are you British? For. That's exactly what I was going for, Kira. Oh, okay. That's um, <laughs> why are you British? Um, yeah. This didn't I, even make its budget back. What? Well, yeah. that's not accounting for how many times Joey rented it. Oh, yeah, true, I think I've yeah. probably, I probably <laughs> saved the film financially. You made so, up the extra three million that they fell short on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say it. It it, it cost a hundred million to make, and it made ninety seven. It cost this movie cost a hundred million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! And if, if you ask me, you can see it in every. Uh, you can see it at every frame. You can see it in the sound effects library. That's oh, a, yeah. okay. Okay. All the like okay, slide guys. whistles and like yeah. <laughs> So when I was watching this with my girlfriend, that like she really didn't have that many reactions to the movie because she was on her phone for most of it, and I and I even told her. Good for I, her. No, for when because when I was starting it, I forgot what we were doing that night, but like we didn't have anything going on, and I was about to play. Oh yeah, we were gonna go see Violent Night, and then the parking lot was full because there's like some event happening, so we just like left and canceled the A list reservation and then booked it for the next night. 
so we went back home and um i fired up fred claus and she like sighed like really loudly and i was like you can be on your phone during this i won't make you watch <laughs> and she's like thank you <laughs> and, and um but the one thing that like consistently got her a reaction out of her or like make her like look up was like all the fucking sound effects in this movie like especially like the, in the santa fight scene yeah mm-hmm. it's it's the most perplexing part of the movie <laughs> it may come because i this like i said this is like a family staple so i had to like find out that that was weird because i've seen this movie so much that it's like <laughs> d it's like foundational but then i had to like the more i learned about like just the older i got i like we watched it one year and i was like why the fuck are they doing these like fucking like <laughs> looney tunes ass sound effects and playing birds <laughs> like it's the choice is as if you watch this as like a child, it, you don't realize how weird it is. But I had to like, like this, like finding out Fred Claus was a weird movie was like my innocence shattering. Like I came of age. <laughs> Joey, I'm seeing a trend here because you said the same thing on uh, the Daredevil pod where you yeah. were like finding out that movie was bad was like monumental to you as a, like in yeah. your development. That's a good point. That's true. <laughs> I feel so, like that's like a trend in like this podcast that we never really like discuss is like I mean like we've been talking about it lately where it's like you don't really develop like critical thought about like movies until you're like eight and if you're like me you never do yeah (laughs) it's just like whatever is like flashy and like itches a scratch in like one part of your brain and then like you realize how flawed um the things that you actually love are over the years Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's Fred Claus. Well, I was gonna say I think I can speak for everybody when I say the worst day of everyone's life was when we found out this wasn't a great movie. Um, <laughs> like I remember where I was. I was probably like 15, and it was on TBS, and I was like, "Wait, this is me like, this evening." <laughs> <laughs> it's um, funny that you said that about Violent Night, though, because I was trying to make plans with Sean today, and I was like, "Okay, like whatever we whatever we do, I have to." be like watching fred claus before like like i have to be starting it at like 7 p.m and he was like okay and he was like you probably won't want a double feature like violent night with fred claus right i was like absolutely not no <laughs> um yeah i uh i don't know i think between david harbour and paul giamatti mm-hmm. i think paul giamatti could take him yeah, I feel like in the 2000s, like, the funniest thing, and I'm referring to Fred Claus right now, not Violent Night, I haven't seen that yet. In the 2000s, like, the funniest thing that could happen is just, like, Santa getting violent. <laughs> just, like, a bunch of guys dressed up like Santa, like, beating the shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. With, like, Roadrunner sound effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I can't with, lie. Like, Bird is the word play. It's still got a laugh out of me in 2022. Um... <laughs> Well, that's the thing is the scene is not bad. The sound effects ruin the scene. Like the sound effects are a bad choice. It's not like that they need them. It's like when they're when he goes in the toy store and he's like flailing around with like the Batman and Superman. It's funny. It's like why why do we have this like ridiculous like like nineteen twenties sound effects playing over this shit? <laughs> I my favorite part is when they all like fall. They get like run over by the cab and it goes boom 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 boom. boom. <laughs> like and I'm. <laughs> 
It's so fucking ridiculous. I think they even have, like, the Roadrunner sound effect when he, like, starts running yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the, like... <laughs> One thing like, I will say about this is that I kind of admire how, right off the bat, it makes him a complete piece of shit by, like, <laughs> stealing from the Salvation Army. Yeah. Like, I cannot... I, I, I mean, like, he has a point there, though. Like, we should <laughs> criticize the Salvation Army. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, to go on the street and, like, pretend to be a charity and steal money so you can, like, open a business, like, (laughs) no, like, it's, like, I cannot think of a, like, and I get that the movie is, and again, I kind of do respect it for, like, showing him to be a piece of shit, but it's almost, like, amazing how, like, quickly, like, right off the bat, it's like, yeah, this guy sucks, man, like, Mm -hmm. Fred, not a good dude, um, <laughs> I think like, also like it like I like that he was unlikable mm-hmm. because I was thinking like compared to like Christmas with the cranks where like everybody fucking sucked like at least this gave like a reason as to why he sucks like I would be so annoyed if my brother was Santa like I would be such a piece <laughs> of shit if my brother was Santa and like <laughs> dude you get it man hell yeah that's what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah I think they really um, go into like the family therapy, like family trauma aspect of it all. So I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like that fucking um, support group scene at the end with mm-hmm. like all the stepbrother or all the like brothers of like famous people mm-hmm. is like one of the most bizarre movie things mm-hmm. I think I've like ever seen. And it's I think somehow... they make I think they made this movie because they had the idea for that scene. It, but the thing is, it's such a weird assortment of brothers, too. Like, yeah. it's, um, what, Stephen Baldwin, Frank Stallone, and I don't fucking know Bill Clinton's brother's name. But, like... <laughs> I think I, that was I, not real. <laughs> no, it's actually him. It is, yeah. I Because yeah. I remember I rewatched this in 2020, and I, like, Googled it, and I was like, Jesus Christ. It's, like, Bill Clinton has a brother, and he wasn't. Wait, was. you're serious? Yeah, I'm it's actually sure. him. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't believe you. When have we ever lied to you, Kira? No, he's real. It's actually him. All right, keep talking. But I think um, that this is what is. Uh, I think uh, what Kira's getting at is, I think why, ultimately, I st- even though this movie is really weird and goofy and has a super bizarre sense of humor. It really approaches the family drama of the movie in an incredibly genuine and authentic way that is super off-putting at first. It's not off-putting. It's super out of left field. It really, when you watch it, it comes. You're like, what are they really taking this seriously? I mean, it's such a ridiculous. It's a Santa brother, Santa's brother, and it it turns into this like super authentic kind of dissection of family dynamics, and it is oddly charming because they really take it seriously and they get some genuine emotional catharsis by the end of the film. Are you fucking kidding me that that's actually Bill Clinton's brother? It literally yeah, is. Dude. What did you think? They just made up a brother? Yeah. No, man. That's that's everyone in the scene is like literally the person's brother that they're saying. Uh, like that's actually like Stallone's brother in the scene. Yeah, I figured. Um, so why'd you doubt the Clinton? Like, why is that the because one? Because I feel doubted? like that's weird to have, like, a former president's relative in Fred yeah, Claus. It is. That's <laughs> why we're talking about the movie. 
It's actually awesome to do that, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so funny. Can you imagine him getting that call? Yeah. Do you yeah, think Bill Clinton... <laughs> what do you think Bill Clinton thought of this film? He yeah, was like, right. wow, I should, I should actually be nicer to my brother. Can I yeah. just say, he did... Um, he was in films all throughout the 90s. Like, every year in the 90s, he was in a movie. Mm-hmm. And then his last filmography uh, credit was Fred Claus. He after Fred Claus, he stopped appearing in movies. But like, but that's... from ninety three to two thousand seven, he was he was in like twenty movies. Dude, but I think that that's the secret genius of the movie is like if I told if you started watching Fred Claus, and I was like, hey, by the end of this, Bill Clinton's brother is going to honestly reflect on what it's like to be a president's sibling, <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's like what you told me about Babylon. And it's going to save Christmas. <laughs> so I think um, going to Joey's point about like the weird sincerity of the movie, um, and I guess going back to the Kevin Spacey of it all, like mm-hmm. that role in the movie is so fucking bizarre. Because like when you're, when you have a villain in like a Santa movie, I guess it's like not unexpected to have the motive being like, oh, you gave me a lump of coal when I was a kid, so now I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. But like, the scene at the end where Paul Giamatti is like amazing. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, when he like, oh my god, dude, when he because fucking, Clark like, Kent wore glasses. <laughs> he gives him the cape and he's like, he's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, take off your glasses. And I'm like, oh my god, he's doing a whole fucking like Philip Seymour Hoffman thing with his voice. It's fucking awesome, dude. Imagine fucking Fred Claus, but Philip Seymour Hoffman played uh, Santa. <laughs> Oh man, that's I'm sad that'll never happen. Imagine Phillips more up and saying, "Take off the glasses." <laughs> Kevin Spacey and Fred Claus. Dude, he calls him four-eyed Clyde. <laughs> um, um, one casting yeah. choice I said was uh, Philip Seymour. If Philip Seymour Hoffman was still with us, he would have played Thanos in the MCU. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think so. I think he would have. Yeah, I. What is he too good for it? He would be yeah. somewhere in the MCU. I don't think he would be Thanos though. Tell me his voice is not perfect for Thanos. I mean, I guess he did the Hunger Games movies, so he's not above blockbusters. Yeah, he's but that's really like not. epic. Yeah. Yeah, if you're like a, a girl. Um, no, I <laughs> I mean those movies are epic. I like those films. Yeah, yeah you would finally cover them. <laughs> yeah, you would, man. You would. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Dude, why are you bullying me, man? <laughs> bro, shut the fuck up. Because I like Speaking Hunger of Games. take off the glasses. Um... Oh, what are you still hungry, bro? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, me so you, hungry. Me so hungry. Like, you just eat. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? Dude, I'm about to go Kevin Spacey on your ass. I'm going to cancel Christmas, buddy. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with that. We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. friends. 
Do you love movies? Do you just spend your days thinking about how much you love to watch them? The good ones, and even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special treat to our listeners, we have a discount code. In all caps, enter SUPERZILLENNIAL at checkout for 10% off. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies, guys. Uh, speaking of take off the glasses, um, <laughs> I can't even talk. Kevin Spacey is wearing the 2000s villain glasses, which yeah. is like the rectangle, like black frame glasses Ian that we Hawk? saw. Yep, Ian Hawk was wearing <laughs> in the chipmunks. <laughs> Dude, also, Kevin Spacey, uh, I'll say it has an all timer monologue in this movie. Dude, are you coming up as pro Spacey right now? I in Kevin, yeah. I think we need. I think we have to separate the art from the artist in the case of Fred Claus because the when he is talking to when uh, the, everything blows up and in 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 uh, Fred Claus's face and he's storming out and then Kevin Spacey's comes like sneaks up on him and like palpatines him and is like, you ever see a tree that grows in the shadow of another okay. tree? Why was that like, incredible? And you're watching the scene, and you're like, is this scene awesome? Am I watching a cool <laughs> fucking... Am I, am I seeing somebody turn Santa's brother against him right now? This is amazing. Literally radicalizing Santa's brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's well, actually like a very good monologue. It is! That's the thing, <laughs> is there's real... There's This movie is so bad for most of it. And then there's like these nuggets where it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect any less from a screenwriter who went on to direct Life Itself. That's a great point. Classic film. Joe, did you see Life yeah. Itself? No, but I've heard I, I, it's a it's a storied film. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, you um, should really watch it. It's like awful, but I I, I liked watching it. Yeah, like that's that's a way. great genre. That's a great subgenre. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot like um. God, you know what? No, I can't even compare it to anything. It's it's really that's the best compliment I can pay that movie is that it's unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so I watched it around the same time as Collateral Beauty. Life itself is the one with the bus crash, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Collateral Beauty is the one about um <laughs> Will Smith's coworkers gaslighting him and making him think he's insane. Yeah, that movie, um, I will say Collateral Beauty is like one of the rare movies that is worse than Life itself, but mm-hmm. it's 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 honestly amazing how like weirdly they fit together in terms of like genre. Like I don't yeah, know what to call they that. They came genre. out like around the same time too. Um, 
Collateral Beauty was 2016, and I think Life Itself was 2018. And oh. and I remember seeing Life Itself alone mm-hmm. in a theater, mm-hmm. and it was so depressing. And I like actually like contemplated like watching movies after I saw it. I was like, should I keep doing this? Like the whole movie. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's, like, there are, like, feel-good movies, and then, like, those are, like, the rare genre of movie where it's, like, feel-bad movie. It's, like, the Girl like, Dragon Tattoo teaser trailer. It's, like, the feel-bad movie of the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, whole purpose is to make you feel so depressed and awful, but it's, like, so bad that it makes it worse. Where would you I say Fred Claus ends on that, on that uh, spectrum? I feel like I that's not even part of the genre. That's in like a whole other. But from what it's you guys are other... saying, it sounds like I'm. I I think the sun would also be thrown into that category. See, I haven't. We I haven't seen it yet. Like but... a bizarre, really bad melodrama. Hmm. The thing is, I I mean, I can't speak to how the sun's being advertised because I haven't. I I've not even watched a trailer for it yet. Um. But I think the weird thing about like life itself and um. Uh, collateral beauty is that they were very much marketed as feel-good movies like inspirational mm-hmm. dramas mm-hmm. um that is one thing i'll say maybe the one thing about collateral beauty that trumps life itself is that like the trailers for collateral beauty were really like take your family to see this movie yes. and the entire <laughs> movie is like michael pena and like Kate winslet uh trying to make will smith feel guilty because he like is grieving what is it his wife or his daughter or both it's his daughter his daughter yeah. dies and they're literally his employees and yeah. they're like he's been he's been grieving too long like we need to like find a way to make him move on so they like hire actors from a community theater to make him <laughs> believe that he's seeing like three spirits that are like like i represent love i represent this like something like that and then like they like guide him through his grief but it's literally his co-workers like making him think he's crazy that he's like visualizing like people joey have you seen it no i haven't seen it oh man it's um it's pretty wild helen mirren plays one of the um mono spirits yeah 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 it's actually insane. Like, it's actually, like, one of the most bizarre studio movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point of where, like, I when I tell people, like, what it's actually about, they, like, don't believe me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then life itself is literally about somebody getting hit by a bus. And then it's, like, the different life stories of every single person that was either on the bus or witnessed it or had anything to do with it. And then it all comes together in the end. <laughs> that sounds See, awesome. You should watch it. I'm still surprised Joey never saw it. It's like another thing too though is like it's literally just like trauma porn. Yeah. Like the whole movie is literally just like look at how difficult everybody's lives are and like it just never gets better. Like there's See, never a moment where it's like good. It See, really what... sounds like this is uh the sun would fall into this category. Um so what I'm just getting here is the sun, life itself, collateral beauty and Fred Claus. Are all in this subgenre with Fred Claus being the best. Honestly, I can say I haven't seen the sun yet, but I do think Fred Claus is legitimately a better film than Collateral Beauty and Life Itself. Probably, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because, like, this is like competent. 
Yeah, French Floss <laughs> is like an 8 out of 10 movie trapped <laughs> in like a 4 or a 2 out of, like a 4 to a 3 out of 10. Because it's, 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 there's some really cringy parts in it. And some of, I mean, the, all, we, I mean we've referenced Ludacris, but it, these, there's some... You just have to yeah, see it to believe it, really. Yeah, there's some, unbe- there's some unbelievable <laughs> stuff in this movie. Uh, but yeah. then, I don't know. I think that some of the, the, I mean, like the Kevin Spacey monologue is legitimately kind of cool. It's it's like, I'm embarrassed to say that I think it's kind of cool because it's Fred Claus, but I'm like, this movie's kind of awesome. Hey man, this is a woke mob safe space, okay? You can, you can, you can, you can wax poetic about Fred Claus, okay? We're not gonna, we're not gonna. If there's any place where you can sing your <laughs> praises of a movie like Fred Claus, it's here. <laughs> like... Thank you, guy. I feel really, I feel heard and I feel safe. <laughs> but it's like. Maybe, okay, maybe I'm just nostalgic because I've seen this movie, like, a lot. But I don't know. I think some of it really, I think the movie is surprisingly works more than it, it, it probably works less than it does. Or way it works more than it doesn't. Or, sorry, starting the sentence over, it probably works less. It doesn't work more than it works. I got to relate. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. Like when you start talking about Fred Claus, you just get yeah. I just I get so overwhelmed because I got yeah. so much to say about it. A little lost mm-hmm. in the sauce. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. No. I mean. I, but I. You. You brought up one really great point, and I think it's one that we truly cannot overstate enough. Ludicrous. Because like when you see when you see him. <laughs> For the first time, because well, I mean, okay, with like John Michael Higgins, it's like a little weird, but you're like, okay, that kind of fits because he has like that kind of voice. But not only do they insert like Ludacris's head on like an elf's body, they like modify his voice a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell it's not even him doing a voice thing. You can tell it's like in post production, they they like amplified his voice by like twenty three percent. To where it kind of sounds like ludicrous, but he's, like, doing a... It's, like, a weird, like, squeaky, like, amplified voice. So he'll be, like... Whereas ludicrous would be, like, let's go! Like, he goes, let's go! And it's, like, it's <laughs> fucking weird. Like, it mm-hmm. is so... And then that fucking scene where him and Fred are beefing yeah. is, like, one of the most bizarre sequences, yeah. I think, in, like, any studio <laughs> movie ever. Like, it is so... like. That and like when the fucking um the elf security guards like fucking like they steal <laughs> team six Fred Claus. Yeah, dude, they fucking swat him. <laughs> and he okay, I the hardest like I, I swear to god, I did not laugh one time watching this movie the other night until he fucking um when the SWAT team runs in to kidnap him from the intervention. And like Fred dodges it, and the one elf goes flying out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I like screamed when I saw it, um, because it is such a funny. And you never see the elf come back. You, it's it's left to assumption that he He's fucking died. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never see him again. Every time they're in this movie after that, there's two elves and not three. It's implied that that elf is dead after that. <laughs> Dude, that's why this is a good movie. It's, it's <laughs> kind of based. Um, I, it's so. Also, I thought it was really funny, and like, this is just like a very funny like visual gag that I feel like an intern came up with, and then like the director was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Uh, but like when they're taking him to the intervention, instead of like putting a bag over his head, they put gift wrapped over his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was funny. 
Um, a bunch of little details like that. It really kind of adds character to the film. It's also like, <laughs> it's got like I I love a good uh, I love a scene where uh, somebody teaches a whole town of a whole group of people how to dance. Uh-huh. And I mean, you referenced it with the ludicrous section, but he, he puts on Elvis and he teaches them all how to bust a move. Uh, and then uh, the um, the uh, what's the what's the guy's name? It's Pitch Perfect. He's with Elizabeth. Oh, Beckham. John Michael Higgins. That story, you know, that's a great subplot. We really get invested in their romance. Is it though? <laughs> Listen, it's about a short king dealing yeah. with a uh, and his milk, tall, busty okay? queen. Yeah, like exactly. what? Listen, Kira, I'm sorry if you're so blinded by PC culture that you can't admire yeah. true <laughs> romance, but, like, that's that's what it's like nowadays, okay? It's, it's, like, very funny, too, because I feel like in, like, PG Christmas movies that are, like, more, like, leaning towards adult humor, but they're still, like, family-friendly, like, something like this, like, there's always, like, one elf who is just, like, a normal human woman. And she's in, like, the smallest outfit ever. And she's, like, the love interest of somebody. But, like, it always has to be, like, a normal human woman so that it's not, like, weird, you know? Yeah, they never really explain it either. Like Why Elizabeth Banks is the only non-elf that works in the factory. Yeah, that, like, isn't... And she just has her titties out the whole time, like... Well, like, I mean, but the thing is, though, are you going to complain about that? Like, that's not a... Like, I... You know, man, that's that's, that's just an observation. Yeah, I mean, listen, she she she's she's a cutie. You know, it's it's okay. Yeah, you know, you know? I'm trying to pop a boner when I'm watching Fred Claus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying yeah. to watch this movie with my family. Fucking, yeah. you know, yeah. have a little sideshow just for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, when you when you go to the AMC to see Fred Claus, you're like, yeah, one ticket to Boner Town. I mean, Fred Claus. <laughs> um yeah um yeah the movie's full of things like that though where it's like what what like why is that (laughs) like they just like okay i guess this is we're just not gonna talk about that yeah (laughs) um yeah that like that i mean the elvis scene is like the one of the most like it's really one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in my life like really weird and they spend a lot of time on it too they spend yeah. a lot of time on the other dancing scene too, when he's in the bar with Willie and he's okay. like teaching him how to dance. Both scenes are so long, but it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Yeah, you, I think Willie's on. just for the boys. I think that I, I think that the Willie <laughs> Willie's for us. You know, listen, if you if you cannot be endeared like to the <laughs> idea of like teaching your short friend how to dance, <laughs> then like I don't know what to tell you, like. This one is just really for the boys that I've tried to teach their short king friend how to have game with a with a with a with a girl that's taller than them. <laughs> um, I just—he's not gonna listen to this pod. This is exactly what I did with Zach Perry before. Like I—I I had to teach him how to dance. I had to teach him how to, you know, do his thing. Mm-hmm. He spun a chair around and stood on it to kiss his it, love. Exactly. Okay. Uh, okay. Listen. Say whatever you fucking want about Willie. But that is like the most based thing in all of cinema at the end, where he like fucking he he just he 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 he's goaded with the sauce at the end of the movie, you know, like he's he's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Willie's he's fucking so awesome. slick with it, you know. Yeah, he he's cool, man. I like Willie. Man. <laughs> yeah, I like Willie. 
<laughs> me, me, me and Joey are firmly coming out as pro Willie right now on the pod. Yeah, Willie, dude. He, We're like he's, best he's just, movie I think it's just time. like we've all been there. You know what I mean? Oh, I've definitely. You know been what? There. I have to say though, I'm glad that it was Willie going for Elizabeth Banks and not Vince Vaughn because mm-hmm. that would be too predictable. Yeah, like what I honestly to the, to the town and like is like all flirty with like. Yeah, I can see that. Like that's like just the a... only human. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't what think I, I don't think Fred I... would do that to Willie, you know? Well, what I thought was gonna happen was that he was gonna come in and like ruin it and cause drama and then he would like ruin Christmas because he like took the head off girl. Damn. Yeah. See, I'm just like rewriting this movie in my head of how it could be better. Like Man. I have so many different ways to rewrite the, I, this. Movie. If they did that to Fred, I would I, I would be like I'd be like the last Jedi haters. I'd be like, Fred wouldn't do that. That's not my Fred. Like, <laughs> I'd be super against it. Um, I think uh, Kira's really on her uh, masterclass script doctor shit right now. Like, with a because she's been like rewriting every movie we've covered for the past like month. Um, yeah. and, I, and I admire it. It's fun. Thank um, you. <laughs> it's almost like I should like actually like do something like creative with my life. No, I think you should rewrite <laughs> like, Red Claws. Yeah, I'll yeah, rewrite all like of these started, movies. You know? um, yeah. How long before HBO Max has a Fred Claus limited series? Not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about how fucking weird it is that um, the idea uh, like that every kid, uh, the girls get a hula hoop and the boys get a baseball bat? I think about that all the time. <laughs> Would you rather have a hula hoop daughter or a baseball bat son? <laughs> baseball bats and hula hoops. Dude, hula yeah, and then another, another cool thing that comes out at the end, that super genuine fr- fucking Vince Vaughn's coming in like, there's no bad kids. Some of them are scared or they're misunderstood, but it's <laughs> your fucking Vince Vaughn out. voice, man. It's a bad Vince Vaughn impression, but you sound like Tony Soprano. You don't, dude. dude. You imagine it was Philip Seymour Hoffman and James Gandolfini. That would be pretty good, honestly. Dude, Philip Seymour Hoffman playing Fred. No, oh. Philip Seymour Hoffman playing Santa, and then uh, James, James Gandolfini, Gandolfini as Fred. Uh, Fred. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, James Gandolfini. Is so wait. So do we leave Kevin Spacey or do we? We keep Kevin Spacey. He he's like the Joker of this movie. Like no one else could play that part. Um. So who would play Mrs. Claus? Mrs. Claus. Um. Hmm. Meryl Streep. You know. I mean, we have yeah. all sisters at this point. <laughs> Yeah, and then I think you keep the Kathy Bates in there because that's just like yeah, a... Kathy Bates is great casting. She's great too. <laughs> Why'd you scream? That? Dude, Nobody awesome. was denying. That. Dude, she's great in the movie. <laughs> Kay Bates, man. I God, the first room of this movie is literally her fucking giving birth. <laughs> Dude, that's when you know it's good. Yeah, that's how I rate my movies, is if you see Kathy Bates giving birth. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, no, it's, it, I, I also find it funny that the entire, like, string of getting into the North Pole is that he needs to be, like, bonded out of jail, 
or like uh, bail out of uh, jail mm-hmm. because uh and that's such a long scene too of them on the phone i just like also out halfway through also it's, it's too long of a conversation it's so fucking weird what he tries to pull in that scene because i can't remember what he owes to like get uh bailed out but then i remember he like he's like actually like let me get like the 50k from you and then, like, I'll double it. I'm like, why would you, like, try to, like, dig yourself even deeper into it? He's, like, literally a Howie Blake moment. Mm-hmm. While and you're this... in jail. Yeah, like, literally, like, while you're Calling in jail. Calling from jail. Also, like, why is his first call, like, the girl who does not like him? Because <laughs> he doesn't have anyone else. Yeah, dude, because he's out. It's and her he's, or he's, Santa. He's down and out, you know? Yeah. That's what I mean, is this feels like, uh, it feels like two different movies that they kind of just, like, stuck together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of I liked it. It's a Vince Vaughn character in a because he he's playing a, a like he's it's a pretty unlikable lead, uh, mm-hmm. and it's he's almost so he's he's so unlike he's unlikable to a point where it is out of like it feels weird when you watch the rest of the movie because you're like this guy is a pretty scummy guy and mm-hmm. he's like dancing to Elvis with elves and he's teaching people how to dance and he's fucking you know fucking it's really his thing if you think Santa. about it. And then he, he rallies the troops at the end and he fucking he gets them to unionize and they all build baseball bats and hula hoops. And then <laughs> and they bye. have a really weird sequence where the elves watch all these kids unwrap their presents. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that awesome sequence where he marks everyone nice. Yo, I was um fucking feeling it at the end where he was because uh, like when they're all like sweating, they're like, Oh, is he gonna make it in time? I was like I was on the couch like, oh fuck, is he gonna make it in time? Because uh, you know it, it's it's tense at the end, um, mm-hmm. but my boy, he does it, he pulls it off. Um, also, <laughs> this does it it does do the plight of like eating that many cookies in one night, um, because like they literally talk about like the health effects it has on Santa, mm-hmm. and they also uh, insinuate that it, his dick doesn't work. Yeah, true. I forgot about that. Because uh, what is he? He said what, it's affecting their marriage, and he was like, "Oh, you can't get the sleigh up or something. <laughs> like you can't get the sleigh to fly." I always remember that line reading from Paul G. Mike. They're like, "Ho, ho, ho! Hold on." <laughs> He's like the perfect Santa. Like he's really good. As somebody who right now is on the Skype call with a uh, Paul Giamatti, like big fat liar background. Um, <laughs> I think that Paul Giamatti in anything is, like, perfect casting. Even, like, Jungle Book. Like, he was... I mean, Jungle Cruise. He was great in that. He was just, like, a big sweaty guy with a parrot. The movie got progressively worse when he, like, stopped. When he left. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, I we're, we're very firmly a uh, pro-Giamatti pod. He is a Zillennial mm-hmm. king, uh, if not just for Big Fat Liar. Uh, he has many contributions to uh, cinema throughout the years, and uh, the cinema in question this week being Fred Claus. Because I, no, I agree. I think he's like genuinely like probably when I think of Santa, he's not like my I, he's like not the first like movie Santa I think of, but mm-hmm. like I'd say he's genuinely like out of all the movies I grew up watching, he's one of the better ones. Like legitimately, like the movie itself aside, I think he as always gives a committed performance and he has like a warmth to him that is like and also like okay to give this movie some credit i think the opening does a really good job of like contextualizing his kindness 
and how it's like both like a weapon and like a strength for him. Mm-hmm. Like and how like his brother is kind of like the epitome of that. Like he's like kind to a fault. And yeah. like I God, is this movie good, guys? I don't know. That's like the thing I too. And it's 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 a genuinely really like intimate kind of like uh, like it's like a fable or a tale. And it's this mm-hmm. kind of, it's this like, it, it kind of, it, it is kind of, it does become a dissection about brothers and kind of the relationships between siblings. Uh, and it kind of, I, it, it, some of it works really, really well, kind of way better than it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I mean, it's, it's weird because it, it, it feels like there are like times where this is like a, a real movie that they like had like an idea for. And then there's this really, like, it, there's just so many odd decisions that kind of feel like find it feel inserted in uh, and it kind of detract. I'd love to see the director's cut of Fred Claus is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> At least the Snyder cut of um, Fred Claus. Really? I would see a four hour uh, cut of the Release the cut. David Dobkin cut. David Dobkin. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? He did like an Oscar bait movie recently, right? Uh, last thing he did was the Eurovision movie, it looks like. He did oh, The Judge. I- the Judge, which I I yeah. contend The Judge is actually a pretty good movie. Damn, he's doing a Maroon 5 documentary? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, The Judge... King Arthur, Legend of the Sword? No, that's Guy Ritchie. He, but I'm guessing he can keep... The executive proud. produced it and did the story. Yeah. Fred yeah. Claus, yeah. The Change-Up, Wedding Crashers, Shanghai Nights. What's that? I've never heard of this. That's um Jackie Chan Owen Wilson. I've never seen that. Oh it's, wow! It's pretty good. There's is two it? of them. There's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Clay Pigeons is a black comedy with Joaquin Phoenix, Vince Vaughn, and Janine Garofalo. I gotta check that out. Hmm. Well, how about you check out uh the rest of this pod, fan? Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I don't really know what else to say about this movie. It's weird. Um, it, it's a weird fucking movie, and. I mean, I guess I didn't grow up with it as much as Joey did. As it, I mean, because what? He, you said you watched it, like, every year? Uh, yeah, we've watched it every year probably since it came out. <laughs> so would you say you've seen this movie 15 times? I Probably, yeah. And I did, the, um, in middle school, I did the Kevin Spacey monologue in acting class. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> The, what like, a crazy thing to reveal almost an hour into yeah this i just i was it's adam it sounds like adam's doing end time talks so i was like i gotta share my uh my tidbit wait is it the tree one yeah the tree i did that monologue in acting class to, <laughs> to get into the to the highest acting class in middle school Jesus. did you get in i did get in and the year before oh, no i didn't get in i did this my my <laughs> Sixth, seventh grade, I didn't get in with this monologue, and then eighth grade, I did the seventh into eighth grade. Um, as a rising eighth grader, I did uh, the uh, the the opening of Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> uh, how would you like to chew on my fist? I did that, and I got in with that. God, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda is like literally an amazing movie. It is. It's a masterpiece. Here, that's one we have to do next year because it's going to turn fifteen years old. Jesus. Yeah, I hope they re-release it like a fathom event. Dude, I'm not kidding. I will go with you. Like I'm gonna, I would like, I would be, I would like pay out of pocket. Usually, I sneak into those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, AMC list. Sorry, <laughs> I met that on pod. But like, um, 
I I would like pay out of pocket to see Kung Fu Panda in theaters again. Mm-hmm. That movie is like incredible, and I'm not kidding. Who? Which um, which fucking director put that in their sight and sound uh, list? I know one of them did. Let me look it up. I think it's the guy who did RRR. Yeah, I think. I think it was. Dude, he's based for that. He did like Kung Fu Panda. There's some like wild aspects that I really respected. Yeah, um, his thing was really good. Yeah. Um, Joey, would Fred Claus be in your sight and sound top ten? Um, probably. <laughs> Is there a Zillennial movie that you would? Oh yeah, okay. We would be remiss to not acknowledge the fact that Zillennial Queen John D. Elman won number one movie of all time. I love the Zillennial um, <laughs> canon is like every movie we've talked about and then John Dealman. Yeah. Um, you guys did I, that movie? No, no she's just a, referring, like a recurring character on the pod. Yeah, we mentioned her like at least once a month. Yeah. Um, no, I think... Um, I think we should do a Zillennial sight and sound, if that makes sense. Like we should. That do should be thing. wait, yeah. That should be part of the um, People's Choice Awards. I I'm this not here. I think. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have anything else to say about this movie. It's. It's a. Uh, it's a trip. I mean, Kira, did you like it? I barely <laughs> watched this movie. I'm being honest. <laughs> That's that's, like, that's not very based of you. It was fine. It's like there's so many different things that could have made it better. It's just like it's a 2007 Christmas family comedy. Like literally the first line of the Wikipedia page is Fred Claus is a 2007 American <laughs> Christmas comedy film. It definitely <laughs> is. And it's awesome. Mhm. Yeah, and it's fucking sick, man. <laughs> See, I think one thing about me and Joey mm-hmm. is that even though we beefed tonight, um, yeah. I think we will, our friendship will last on. And to the point where, like, when we both have kids, we'll, like, have, like, one night in December where we have both families over and we watch Fred Claus together. Mm-hmm. God. You're going to, like, line it up for, like, when I'm in Orlando. You're going to be like, you, oh, yeah. take the kids over for, like, a barbecue or something. It'll be, like, <laughs> September. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> like... You're just going to be like, surprise, we're watching Fred Claus. In September. <laughs> we can't um, leave, like... You know what? I think this this pod honestly inspired me to watch it every year from this point forward. Um, I will. To... I know you will, but I'm just trying to be like <laughs> you, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be like Joey. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Joey, any final thoughts on uh, Fred Claus? Um, you know, I'll see it again. Uh, I'll be, and I will. I oddly, this movie's like doing drugs. It's like you oddly enjoy it. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that how you feel about drugs? You oddly enjoy it. Yeah, it's like what. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. This movie is such. I recommend everybody watch it because it's such a weird fucking movie. Yeah. And it's so bizarre. And it's so, it's kind of, in, it's like an interesting case study in like why like studio filmmaking can go wrong because there's just so many like seemingly arbitrary, kind of weird, like, like kind of like 
I bizarre kind of choices that really they really like frequently during the movie you're like what like it like you it, you're constantly taken out of the experience of the movie uh but then there are the, there's a handful of really sincere moments that are strangely are they sell really well so it's an odd romp but i think it's worth your time and it's a, it, i think it's a perfect zillennial canon movie yeah, it, it kind of is because it, it's one of those movies that um, it if I'm not mistaken, it was like advertised a lot Nickelodeon, and we talk mm-hmm. about that sometimes where it's like one of those movies that was like advertised on all the networks like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, and it was like all the TV spots are like aimed at kids, and then when you get to the theater, it's like a little more like suggestive mm-hmm. than the parents were ready for. It's like in that weird, like almost, I mean, I think it's really honestly a good companion piece with last week's Christmas with the Cranks, which was similar. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's always like, like movies yeah. like this that have commercials on Nickelodeon. That's just like mm-hmm. a compilation of like all of the moments of somebody getting like hit in the face or like tripping and <laughs> falling over something. And it's like critics agree that Fred Claus, but like the whole time the song that's playing is like Dude, the worst example of that was fucking deck balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we yeah. did uh, that was, was that last year? That was year? a great one that we covered. It's a classic. Yeah. That movie fucking I so it that was, was disgusting. It's so that was a movie that I saw for the first time when we did it on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of rare for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember telling the story on the pod, but, like, it was just one that I never, like, I knew it existed. I just never watched it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, when I watched it for the pod, I fucking hated it. Like, I was like, <laughs> this is the worst Christmas movie I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't say that lightly. Um, yeah, go but... revisit that episode if you want more Christmas content of Adam being, like, miserable. Yeah, and you're the one. You you fucking picked it too. I remember. Um, I did, yeah, because yeah. I used to watch that every Christmas. God. Yeah, I I will say the the Joey watching this every Christmas is nowhere near as bizarre as you watching Deck the Halls every Christmas. No, I fully I I know that. <laughs> but then again, I I watch Christmas the Cranks every Christmas, so like really. Yeah, fun. we all have our awful <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah, I honestly, that's kind of a good trifecta right there. Like, yeah, I th- I feel like we've come a little full circle with all that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Here, any final thoughts on Fred Claus? It's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie you with know? sequences for like four-year-olds, yeah, and then sequences for like adults, and then it's, yeah. there's a few sequences for just me and Joey. Yeah, just yeah. for the boys, you know. <laughs> Like um, Willie and uh, the Kevin Space monologue. My final thoughts on it are the same as my letterbox review, which is just this man's name is Fred Claus. And yeah, I felt I that way last last week. I felt that way where it's like this man's name is literally Luther Crank. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Can I repeat my opening? Because I don't think Joey heard it. Yeah. Um, to last week's episode, um, mm-hmm. she feel like Christmas on my crank. Damn. Yeah. She she fret on my claws till I, ludicrous. <laughs> she go ludicrous on my Fred till I claws. <laughs> Have you done the Santa Claus yet? That's a big one. We we can we wow. can't we can't we can't. 
we can't talk about that yet. That's embargoed, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that has an all-time uh, quote. Uh, the little kid um, wants hot chocolate, and uh, the elf gives it to him, and he goes, thanks. Thanks a lot. And it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, you'll see, when you see it, you're going to laugh. I'm not, you're going to, we're going to, probably because you'll remember me saying it now, but it is also funny. My favorite part of that like movie. I remember that. My favorite part of that movie is when he um, fucks up the Bernard. turkey. When, when he, he fucks, fucks the turkey. turkey. And then he goes to Denny's. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he, like, waves. And then, like, the dad waves. The other dad uh, across the table. Like, yeah. Waves at him, and he has, like, the burned hand. And he goes, mm-hmm. ooh. <laughs> and then he gets uh he the the son tries to order chocolate milk and then the lady goes we've only got regular and he goes plain's fine, fine. <laughs> abc right. abc family ass movie ABC um, family. i feel yeah. like this is a good for z cannon viewers this is the christmas season is, is is great for you guys you guys get there's such a i think an array of, of christmas movies that you guys could dissect in a fun way yeah, there's well, one in particular yeah. that I'm kind of upset we're not doing this month, but there's just like not time for it. I had said last week, though, it's like we have way too many Christmas movies and we've never done a full month of Christmas because we always end up doing a stupid series the month of December. So now we're finally doing all Christmas movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I'm ready. I mean, I'm I'm happy about it. Uh, I mm-hmm. I feel like going forward we should only do Christmas movies in December, and we yeah. were so eager uh, this year that we started in November. So yeah, um, you know what? My I guess my final thought on Fred Claus is that is it a good movie? Yes. Um, do I like it? Kind of. Do I feel bad about it? Fuck you. No, I don't. It, <laughs> it's really. Joe knows what I'm talking about. It's ba- it's a base movie. You know what I mean? I think, you know, I know I say based a lot, but I think for something to be based, it has to be a little stupid. So I think this is a perfect recipient of based. <laughs> the base yeah. award. Joe, you're going to be a recipient of this little smooch on the lips if you're not uh, careful. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Where can everyone find you, Joey? You can find me uh, at <laughs> Joseph underscore Salmony on most platforms. And uh, watch Fred Claus, man. You know, let's get the let's get that box office recouped. You know, the, the twenty twenty three re release. Mm-hmm. I would. I are you kidding me? I'd be there immediately. Dude, they just look at fucking Dolby. Oh my um, god, a Dolby screening of Fred Claus. I'd go. Hey, I'd rent the whole theater out. Well, this is the 15th anniversary, so I <laughs> come on, fathom. You know, you, you gotta if you want to recoup the box office, you gotta put in the big bucks and put it in Dolby. Because I genuinely think, and I'm not being facetious when I say this, mm-hmm. if it was re-released, I think it would beat Avatar. <laughs> yeah, just because I think it's I think this is like a Fight Club or like a like a one of these movies that gets really popular on home release, um, like Shawshank or something. Incorrect. It's better, but. I think I, because <laughs> the, the only thing I could say to that is, uh, where else can you see Ludacris on an elf's body, uh, mm-hmm. where he would make the original song Ludacrismas? That is so true. So mm-hmm. true. Um, speaking of uh, things that are ludicrous, uh, you can follow me 
on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. Uh, my other podcast that I host with some dipshit um, called Aggressively Okay. Uh, you can find out on any uh, podcast platform. And uh, also go on our website, aggressivelyokay.com. We, uh, we just saw Babylon tonight. Uh, we saw The Whale last week. So we're, we got like a lot of reviews coming up. Uh, Let's just say we've got heat incoming. Yeah. Yeah. So Father Stew's getting a re-release. So you know we're going to be seeing yeah. that. The, dude, the fucking re-release the PG-13 it. cut is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. That's like when they re-release the King's speech, but like PG-13 because he says fuck in the R-rated cut, and they they like edit it to like shit or something. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, because I couldn't see the King's speech in theaters because I was underage when it came out. Um, I didn't see it because I didn't care back Damn. then. I mean, I I saw the kind of red. That was a red box movie for me. No, that was Joe Oscar. That was that was, my, that was when I was like getting into movies for the first time, and I was like, I gotta see the King's Speech. Dude, I was rated I, The thing is, I was so based at thirteen that I was like, I was so high on my social network bullshit that I was like, I'm not supporting the King's Speech. <laughs> Damn, yeah, dude, that that's really pretty... was that was the same year. I forgot. Yeah, I kind of respect that. I think that's kind of awesome. I still saw the King's Speech, but I was like, I'm not financially supporting it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Garlic Emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon, on Instagram at The Zillennial Canon. Um, give us some reviews, some ratings, some voicemails. Um, leave a voicemail wishing us a Merry Christmas. Um, give us some suggestions on what you want to hear. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having John. me, guys. I had a great time. Yeah. yeah, and Kira, I hope we showed you the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, it's also really funny because, really quick before we end, I feel like ever since we started the pod, you, Adam, you've been like, oh, when we do Fred Claus, Joe has to come on. <laughs> like, there's, like, a few different movies where, like, that's, like, we can't cover it until Joe can come on. Like, Yeah, there's a big one that I want to do next year. I know that. Yeah, I know what. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's a podcast I feel like I've been preparing for my whole life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, it's one we all have. You know. We're all looking forward to that. Agreed. Great. Right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>